welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mix Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. And you hear a noise. Mm. A noise downstairs. An unfamiliar noise. The kind of noise that makes you open one eye and then the other eye and go, did you hear that? Mm -hmm. And the person next to you, who you're not quite certain their name, (laughs) says, yeah, I heard something. What do you do? That's what Brooke would like to know. Hey, Eric, my husband and I have been having a discussion. I call it a discussion. He calls it a debate. On who goes downstairs when you hear about noises. Now, to be clear, we both agree, right or wrong, the man goes downstairs. My husband makes the argument, though, he'll go downstairs first, but he expects me to follow closely behind in the event of some type of confrontation that I can witness and then call 911. (laughs) My argument is, again, agree, he goes downstairs and I stay upstairs behind a a locked bedroom door Again, able to call for help should he need it. <laughs> I, I kind of see both points. I but... see I see none of second point. <laughs> he's downstairs going, yep, we got an altercation. <laughs> yep, he's stabbing me for the fourth time now. <laughs> if you were nearby with that baseball bat, you could be hitting him. But no, just stay up there. That's what I see. Yeah. Anybody else see no, that? See, no. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> because okay, it's kind of like when the when the when you're in an airplane and you have to help someone right. else before you help yourself. Right. That's not this situation. They already went downstairs and sacrificed themselves. Right. And you have to save, you know, the rest of the house. I the rest <laughs> yeah. of the house as opposed to the rest of the human. Well, yeah. well if the there's bedroom. people there. Right. If there's other Do you understand <laughs> I have valuables up here? I can't <laughs> right. save these. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, uh, I, and I want to be clear, I have no problem going down first, as does apparently Brooke's boyfriend, husband, Rando, whatever it is. <laughs> I have no problem going down first and facing the said intruder. Yeah. All I'm asking is, you're an eye shot of this altercation, so to call for help, and if the opportunity were to present itself, intervene. I don't you know, like we're wrestling and his back is to you. Maybe hit him with a lamp and then run. Yeah. But when you're locked in the bedroom upstairs, I'm laying on top. He's laying on top of me with that big, huge butcher knife he took out of the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking, man, what I wouldn't do for somebody to swing a lamp at this guy right now. <laughs> well, yeah, you can, might escalate the situation that way, though, with the lamp. So you also believe, Whip, that... So you're not going to back a brother up. You're just going to go down there and just go, boy, oh, boy, a lamp would have been nice, but uh, well, why he sure has me now. You know what? If it's like, why why have two people be injured by this dangerous <laughs> Again, person? Again, Whip, I'm not saying, <laughs> see, you're mishearing things. It's going to screw up the whole 530 oh, club. okay, all right. Maybe stay at the top of the stairs. Yeah, right. Within eye shot. Okay. Yeah. Where so you you know, if something goes sideways, you can run back and lock the bedroom. Or you can throw a lamp. Right. But you're within eye shot, and we're rolling on the ground, and I got him in a headlock, yeah. but he's stabbing me yeah yeah so he can't get you maybe that's the opportunity to swing something from the fireplace and hit him right okay so i mean we're making the assumption that i'm going to be able to do some damage without actually putting myself at risk i'm not even making that assumption at all all i'm just telling the person who's standing at the top of the stairs with the door right next to him ready to close and lock it (laughs) watching what's happening seeing what's happening maybe making a couple decisions based on that visual as opposed to a room upstairs locked with the dresser pushed in front of the door yeah you're kind of right 
right, I want to see what's happening. I, if I just was hearing it from the bedroom, I wouldn't be too sure how dangerous the right. situation is. You might right. get traumatized like by the, seeing it, you, though. You're locked in the bedroom. You can't see what's happening. I'm wrestling a wild coyote down there. <laughs> and you don't know it's a wild coyote. And all it would take is to throw a, a piece of meat piece? across the room. Yeah, and right. a wild coyote gets off me. Yeah. Right. Yeah, well. So being down there, you could rescue you from a wild animal versus upstairs. I'm Where asking just... you to, at the very least, while I'm sacrificing <laughs> my life, take a peek and make a decision. That's, what, yeah, that's all I'm asking. Is I'm going back behind the dresser. Right. See ya. <laughs> Maybe you do make that decision, but that's at least better. Yep. I have like, analyzed the situation, right. and I think my best bet is back there. That's at least better than you peeking around the I at least got you to peek around the corner yeah. and go, yeah, you're screwed. Yep. And I go back inside a lot. It's been real. <laughs> at least I can feel like, yeah. all right, they took a peek. Okay. Yep. Am I wrong that way? I understand the taking a peek. What do you folks think? There's a noise downstairs. What's the current situation policy in your home? Does somebody go down and one stays locked upstairs? Does somebody go down and someone takes a peek? Does no one go down and you huddle in the corner trembling? I'm not opposed to that one either. That's not a bad idea. Response to the noise downstairs. Brooke and her husband, boyfriend, Rando, trying to decide. What's the what's the etiquette? See, I th- I, I have no problem. Go- like I've said before, I'll go down first mm-hmm. with the putter, ready to swing that at a guy's head, because that's all I have is a putter. Yeah, right in your room. Yeah, well, it's, <laughs> you know, yeah. seem to work for Elon Nordegren. So. Right. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, it, it, I'm not asking you to follow closely behind, but at the very least, can you stand at the bottom of the uh, or at the top of the stairs with the with the wine bottle? In the event I lock this guy up and he can clock him one? That would be in a room. I get that. Is that wrong? Violetta's like, not only am I locked in the ba- bedroom, I'm locked in the bathroom. <laughs> and then I'm locked in the safe room that I've demanded you install in the house. Yeah, and then I think about, can right. I get out of this window if necessary? Right. Yeah. Run and I have, to help your you. name hasn't even occurred to me. I'm gathering up my belongings <laughs> and getting out. <laughs> Hi, Jesse. Hi, how are you? Uh, good. What is the noise downstairs etiquette? Um, my soon-to-be husband, definitely first, and then I absolutely will be right behind him to back him up for any reason. Okay. Now, when you say you're absolutely right behind him, how closely behind him? (laughs) Top of the stairs behind him or two feet behind him? Um, let's say I'll stay at the top of the stairs, and then I will slowly go down. (laughs) Yeah. That way, like, if something happens... I still have a chance. Exactly. His chances are over. Yeah. But you still have one. I respect that. Mm -hmm. At least you've come to the top of the stairs. It's a start. I don't have a problem with that. And how does he feel about it? Uh, He'd do the same thing. He'd do the same thing. But I'm like a big chicken when it comes to even like a random creek in the house, especially because it's a newer house. Sure. So like, I'd be like, babe. Right. Go downstairs. Right. Do what you gotta do. Now, you. now is when we want you to be the man. Under other circumstances, we are all equal, and there's equality in this relationship. Noise downstairs. Be the man. Yeah. I got it. Yes, and I will be behind you. I got it. No problem. I figure it out. I actually don't even think it's overly unreasonable. What? I don't to, to have that system in place. Yeah. I I know a couple, and this is a true story. They alternate. No. Alternate. Yeah. Yeah, I've like, 
noise they, they keep track yeah. and one of them's like hey it is your turn to check the noise i checked the last noise two weeks ago yeah you wouldn't want to be the one on the very unlucky right. turn yeah you know you really got a bad break when you hear like the crashing of glass right. you're like oh no this is my noise isn't it yeah and you're stuck and you know there's not only one, but like three serial killers. There's a <laughs> roving serial killer gang downstairs. Oh, man, I hope not. Ready, ready to make their impact. But thankfully, your significant other who loves you so much, you know, your, your Violetta has locked themselves three rooms away and is packing up their Gucci shoes. Yeah. <laughs> they can't get yeah. those. Yeah. yeah. Got to escape. Priorities. Hey, it's Eric. So are we having any fun yet? Well, actually, this was one of my favorite moments from this morning's show. At least I think it was. Here it is. Kind of craving a snickle. Ooh. I don't know, man. Cut open a big dill pickle, put a Snickers bar in there, seal it right back up, dip it in the pickle juice. Got yourself a snack. Ugh. You know, or an appetizer as you get ready for your uh, dinner of uh, pulled turkey sandwich barbecued between donuts. <laughs> that sounds good. Get that down in Indiana. Top three weird food combinations. 312-233-1019. You enjoy what, cat? Yeah, it's not mine, but my son. He loves peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwiches. Oh, my God. I could do that. Mm. Yeah, I love mayonnaise, but that sounds crazy. I could do peanut butter and mayonnaise. Yeah. Uh, It was a uh, morning show in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, (laughs) Chris, and also a delicious meal. Chili and eggs. Chili and eggs. Chili and and eggs. The big chili and eggs show. Yeah, chili and eggs in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) And a great food combination. That also sounds good to me. That I could do. I think that one's not that bad. That also sounds great. At number three, it was a morning show in Terre Haute, Indiana. (laughs) And also a delicious meal, Tiffany. Ham and banana sandwich. Ham and banana. Okay. I love banana anything. Really? Oh, I really do. Oh, my God. So I, I would do ham and banana. Okay. With a little mayo on there. Oh, oh, now you're, it's, that's getting. Uh, okay, Miracle Whip. Fine, right. no. Miracle Whip. Oh, that's even worse. Ham and oh. banana in the morning coming at you. <laughs> are you banana or ham? Yeah, right. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, hey, Debbie, at number two, delicious combination. Grilled cheese sandwich and your bread is a glazed donut. <laughs> hey, there we go. Yeah. Hey, a couple of two, three. Let's go. I'm in. And in at number one, the interesting food combination. Tim, I'll take one of these. Quarter pounder with cheese and a fillet of fish mushed together. You got oh. your surf and turf. <laughs> you got McDonald's surf and turf. That's awesome. That now, do you great. put the fillet of fish inside the quarter pounder with cheese? Well, not inside. You put it on top, but you only use two buns. Yes. You get rid of a couple buns, you know. You keep the buns with the filet of fish flavor on oh, it yeah. and the quarter with cheese, and then you oh. put them together. Oh, and man. It's delicious. You add the tartar oh, sauce? Man. Yes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. it's on the bun. You're, you're saving yeah. the filet of fish bun. That's the oh, uh, good. vehicle. Yeah, d- definitely. <laughs> it's really it's really good. <laughs> Going to shoot straight with you, Tim. I might try it on the I way home. For sure. Right. Slightly intrigued. Yeah. You'll enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> it saves you from having to make a choice between right. the two. You're That's an inspiration right. in this fancy. city. Yeah. Surf yeah. and turf. That's right. Somewhere <laughs> right now, Tim, there's an executive in the marketing department of McDonald's uh, that sent it out a text to his team. Yep. Look into quarter pounder and filet of fish combination. <laughs> make surf and turf. Follow the Eric in the Morning Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Eric Morning Mix. Following up on the uh, recent survey that 
Uh, 33% of people, including Violetta, wash their bed sheets only once a month. <laughs> that's not true. My mom does it every week. <laughs> no, that's not nice. Yes. The average woman, including Violetta, wears the same pajamas for 17 nights before washing them. 17 nights. That's a lot of nights. Men only yeah. wear them for 13 nights. Mm-hmm. And a secret Eric in the morning off-air poll was just conducted. Speaking of 10 men, 312-233-1019. All multiple ages to see if this statistic is true. Mm. If I were to say to you, 25% of men only wash their underpants after wearing them how many times, what would your answer be? One in four men say, I can wear them this many times before it's time to wash them. Four. Two. I, it can't be one, so I'll go with three. <laughs> Five. Oh, oh. No, seriously. Oh. One in four men. So, you know, you're standing in Starbucks in just a little bit. Maybe you're in the uh, Starbucks line right now listening. Maybe you're streaming to your earbuds as you stand inside Target. Take a, or Target, take a look around. You see, uh, you see four guys. Mm. One of them's been wearing his underpants five days in a row. Yeah. That's not good. No. So, I thought to myself, even for me, no way, <laughs> no way. No way! We spoke to 10 guys, 10 unsuspecting men off the air, did not know the question ahead of time. Completely anonymous. No reason to lie to us. They can just answer it and hang up. That's it. Go on with their lives. We said, uh, how long has it been since you washed your current underpants? <laughs> Currents. How many days are you on? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm nervous. <laughs> what do you think the most was of all nine guys? The most number of days. Most number of days out of ten, out of the ten that called. Um, four, three days. I'm going to give three, hoping we don't hit that five. You go ahead, Violetta. Yeah. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna go somebody said six. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'll have to up that then. I'll go to eight. Wow. What? Hello, yeah. Berwin. Yeah. Wow. Uh, no, you're all wrong, too. Oh, oh good. Yes. All right, now faith oh. is restored. Faith is restored. And that was only bit. one guy. Oh, that's good. Oh, the other that's nine nice. guys are like, hey, these are fresh. Yeah, yes. that's the one thing that I will not, right. you know, I, come why, on. I don't know that I believe Monday. that one. you got to start fresh on a Monday. These things are all fresh. Trending on Twitter on the Eric in the Morning Show. Trending on Twitter. What is everyone talking about on a Monday morning? After Lollapalooza weekend. Oh. Hmm. No. Okay. <laughs> uh, top three things currently trending on Twitter at the social media desk is Violetta. Here we go at number three. Today is National Ice Cream Sandwich Day. So yes. people are posting. <laughs> yes. I love the hype. Uh, people are posting their at-home creations with Oreos, donuts, and homemade chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, it makes me weird, but if somebody offers me an ice cream sandwich, like, hey, you want one? I always turn it down. I'm just what? not a big ice cream sandwich guy. What are you guy. talking about? I know, I know. What's wrong with it? The cookie well, or the ice cream? There's yeah. nothing wrong. It's just what? not my thing, and I know I'm wrong. Even, like, the cookie one? Like, not not the, you know, I dark. Like, even Ooh. a chocolate chip cookie with ice cream? No. The ice cream's never good. Is it because oh. it's, like, too hard to eat? Like, to that, me, it's a little messy. Be, that might be part of it. And oh. if you use a fork and knife, people are going to look at you. Yeah, oh, then, nope. you're, then you're communist. Fork and knife. <laughs> Uh, trending on Twitter, number two. <laughs> oh, Blake yeah. Lively. Hello, the Igor. Yeah, exactly. The I didn't say you. I didn't say you. I said if you do that, you All just right. might be. we got to look true. into that. 
Yeah. yeah. Uh, Blake Lively and Ryan, Ryan Reynolds are celebrating their 10th wedding, no, 10th uh, dating anniversary. It's their first date, and they recreated the night by going back to Oya, a high-end Japanese restaurant in Boston. You know, I'm in Boston this weekend. How about if I go to Oya and take a picture? Uh, yeah, you should. No one cares. <laughs> Wait, are you really going to Boston? Yeah. Oh, my God. That's wicked. Yeah, that is, okay. It's wicked. Hey. All right, well, I got to go see Captain Dave and begin negotiations to get out on the... Uh, that's right. You got to oh, take him up right. on that. Captain Dave. Right. Yeah, well, wicked that's, tuna. That's awesome. And uh, this is trending as people are sharing their first date and where that was. I don't really know why they jumped on Blake and Ryan's uh, bandwagon, but they did. Very nice. And trending on Twitter, number one. Great Britain's diving gold medalist Tom Daly trending, and it has nothing to do with his diving skills, but because of what he was doing in the stands, he was crocheting while watching and cheering on some friends. He wasn't just crocheting. He was crocheting like a machine. Yeah. Yeah. He was a crocheting machine, Tom Daly. He was super into it. Uh, Daly says that the knitting and crocheting is the one thing that has kept him sane throughout this whole process. He's got a 40-foot by 40-foot Afghan right now. (laughs) That's what he's making. It's like a pink and purple scarf he hat. It's like an infinity scarf. It's the longest scarf known to man. Yeah, pretty much. It's on and on and on. And it's everywhere this morning. And uh, the diving's all done now, right? Everything's all done diving-wise? He's done. Yeah. yeah. I think that's all done. Gold. Could be. We've pretty much moved into track now. Okay. And how yeah. about an American winning at uh, golf yesterday, the golf medal of Sandra Shoffley? How about that? Really? An American wins the golf medal. Yeah. The gold. Right there. Trending on Twitter. On the Eric in the Morning Show. Trending on Twitter. Anybody listening who failed your driver's test for an unexpected reason. There wasn't rolling or you know, a stop sign or... Right on red incorrectly, or the old bummer parallel parking. Ugh. The worst. 312-233-1019. Phil. Hey, good morning. Uh, failed the driver's test for? No front license plate. Ah, yeah. That'll yeah. get you. Yeah, was it your car or was it like your dad's car? I was 16. It was my parents' car. Oh, it's on there. And you go out there, and he starts walking around, and he looks at everything. He's like, oh. No, no front plate. I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. He's like, no, you failed the test. I'm like, what? Right. right. That's That's on mom and dad. You can actually give them a lecture now. Yeah. Well, and the the worst part was he goes, he says, just go buy a new one. You'll be good. So I bought a new one. And, you know, 20 minutes later, I'm back in line to take the test again. Right. And uh, I get the same guy. He looks at the stack of, you know, people. He goes, oh, Phil, would you like to try the test again now? And everyone in the DMV looks at me like, okay, right. who's this? Who's huge this loser. Who's <laughs> a huge loser? Can't make a right turn. I didn't even know this was an offense that you could fail a test for, Wes. Hi. Hi. Uh, hi uh, yeah, my um, fiance's daughter failed. They stopped for breakfast on the way to go to the test. There was crumbs in the seat. The instructor opened up the door saw crumbs on the car seat and said, nope, your car is dirty. I'm not sitting that you fail. Oh, my God. You failed for a dirty car. Grumpy. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Although, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm guessing those guys and those women see a lot of cars they don't really want to climb into. Yeah. That's true. My, my guy turned down the radio. I'm like, oh, I normally drive with it just a little bit on. Yeah, he's I like, don't. well, yeah. You can only take not so much day. Ariana Grande at <laughs> your splitting yeah. levels. What happened to you, Feeling Rich? Uh, I got pulled over and got a ticket during my test. You got a ticket <laughs> from a police officer oh, during awesome. your test. Yeah, I was. I guess I was speeding. 
That's kind of on the guy sitting next to you, too, maybe giving you the heads up. No? Yeah, nope, he's just there with a the clipboard making his checks. <laughs> this, wow. That was not probably a good notation he wow. put in there. Wow. You know, I had to wait three months to retake it. Too. Oh, my God. Plus, there was a fine. I had to hire an attorney. <laughs> it's crazy. That is crazy. What percentage of men uh, versus women do you think fail their test? Did you notice a theme there? Yeah. Did yeah. You the theme? Do women fail their test very often? I think so. Yes or no? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just not as much. I'm going to go with no. I I bet you that guys uh, stereotypically are a little more aggressive with the driving. They're probably used to watching their dad be a more aggressive driver. They think that's how you're supposed to do it. And when you're taking the test, that ain't good. So what percentage? 30% of women, 70% of men fail the test, 20, 80? 20% of women fail. Let's talk to one then. Hi, Anita. Hi, good morning. How are you? Failed your test. Why? I went with my dad. I was 16, took the test. The instructor comes out, tells my dad, she did everything great, but she's too nervous. I'm not going to pass her. Yeah. What? She did everything fine, but did it while trembling. Oh, my gosh. And I'm scared to ride with her while trembling. Man, this is like a grumpy job, I think. Dang. so mean. Well, I don't know. I, I, I agree with what you're hearing, but again, I'm guessing you go ride with them for a day or two, and you're like, now I know why they're grumpy. Right? Now I have a full understanding of what's going on. Don't miss the Eric in the Morning Saturday show. Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. on The Mix. Uh, Dr. Kevin Most, your chief medical officer with Northwestern Medicine, Central DuPage Hospital and Del Nor Hospital. Uh, real quickly, Bob Odenkirk, do you hear about him? No, what happened? The actor Bob Odenkirk thanks family and friends and fans after suffering a small heart attack on set for Better Call Saul. Yeah, that was a story. Yeah, they said it was pretty touch and go for a while. Mm. You hadn't heard about it, though? No, I had not. Okay. Is there such a thing as a small heart attack? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, there's a whole spectrum of heart attacks. You know, people from very, very mild where they really have minor impact and we treat them very quickly and they're back to normal quickly all the way to, you know, people that end up, you know, obviously deceased or, you know, heart failure. Now, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about uh, with the biggest event of the summer, you are well aware, uh, took place the past four days out there in Grand Park, Lollapalooza. 62 million people came to town. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> something like that. Around that. I don't know, something like that. And a lot of people crammed into a small area, very little masking, that kind of thing. Granted, outdoors, all four of us were there, Dr. Most. Of the four of us, all four of us have been vaccinated. Of the four of us, who do you predict will be the first breakthrough case? <laughs> uh, Violetta. Uh, I kind of agree with you. Come I kind on, of agree with you. Dr. Most. <laughs> she already got us one other time. Why yeah, shouldn't she get yeah, us again? I know. Maybe you should just take tomorrow off in case. That being said, what do you think will be? You know, everybody kept talking that's going to be a super spreader event. You know, there wasn't anybody over the age of 23 there. But (laughs) what is the likelihood that that will be the case? Pretty high. I mean, when you if you remember, we were talking in May saying you were saying, hey, is this going to go or no go, go or no go? And I said, hey, it's going to go because the Delta variant was single digits Mm. and we really didn't see this big outbreak. And we didn't find out about this news that we found out Friday about how contagious it is, way more contagious than we thought it was, as well as even those who have been vaccinated can carry 
a thousand times the viral load of a normal COVID uh, exposure. Wow. I, I <clears> haven't <throat> yeah. heard of that number. That's staggering. And feel fine while that's happening. But that's, I think, yeah. my biggest confusion with that. Yeah, Nikki, you know, the, the big spectrum there is you still have a lot of people who are asymptomatic, and you're getting these people who are vaccinated who have some minor symptoms or mild symptoms, but their viral load is so high. But the vaccination's working. You have to remember that the vaccination prevents you from being hospitalized or dying. But we're seeing a lot more now of those gray cases in the middle and now finding out that the viral load that these individuals are carrying is super high. All right, let's talk about people that have been vaccinated that uh, had uh, potentially a certain level of exposure like all of us. Can you give us an idea, an example of some symptoms? Like you said, while mild, we might be on the lookout for that might cause us to go, huh, I wonder. Yeah, you know, it's going to be congestion, cough, mild fever, body aches, you know, almost the same. Yeah, exactly. A little stuffy and I got a cough. Yeah. Right. So continue. Yeah, so those are going to be the main symptoms right there. You know, you're not going to get the full-blown shortness of breath probably. You're going to just get these mild, like a common cold-like symptoms, to be honest with you. Now, if you exhibit these symptoms, I'm guessing you recommend as a medical professional, unless unless in dire circumstances, avoid the avoid the emergency room and just isolate at home isolate at home or get yourself tested you know if you're going to isolate at home make sure you isolate because like we said you know this this is as contagious as chicken pox which we never thought it was so you know be careful if you do get those symptoms and you have been in a situation like the four of you have been you know i would say be very careful do you see more testing places opening up because i've found it's been harder and harder to get a test and if this variant is going to be as bad as it is i mean do you see any widespread testing opening up anytime soon yep. Yeah, absolutely, Nikki. You know, we saw this big waxing and waning of of vaccination sites and testing sites and vaccination sites. I think you're going to see it again just because we are going to have to start testing more. Our testing dropped off a cliff once we all started getting vaccinated. And really now with this news, we certainly have to start taking anybody who has even mild symptoms and doing it, especially as we're going into the school year. All right. So we should keep an eye, uh, Dr. Most, on the next seven to 10 days and see where this takes us, correct? Yeah, and you know what? I'm going to retract what I said about Violetta because no, really, don't. you're right. No, no. But if you look, if you think about Violetta, she had COVID plus got vaccinated. Out of the four of you, she's probably the she probably has the highest uh, strength. Thank you very much, Doctor Most. <laughs> I'm still doubling down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, thank you, Doctor Most. You got to take care, of you guys. Have you told your friends about the Eric in the Morning podcast? You probably should. The chores uh, kids should be given according to parenting experts. So you got your chore chart for kids under the age of six. Uh, your top three there are pick up toys, tidy room, and help uh, with sweeping. All right. mm-hmm. Your chore chart ideas for kids 7 to 12. You got your wash and put away laundry, feed your pets, vacuum the floors. Okay. Vacuum. Your chore, chi- chore chart ideas for kids 13 plus are help with yard work, clean the baseboards, and the number one answer is, oddly enough, the number one chore that parents hate the most, so they make their kids do it. Mm-hmm. And that chore would be what, Denise? I hate dusting. Dusting. No. Let's see if dusting makes it. Dusting no. is annoying because you got to take everything off oh the shelf. It is. It all back on. Ugh. Yeah, break stuff. Yeah. Uh, Nicole. Folding laundry. Folding laundry. No. <laughs> That one you give to the kid that's 11. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd like to see how that turns yeah. out, by yeah, the way. Right? <laughs> yeah. Kid 15, the number one chore you give them because it's the number one chore you as an adult hate the most, Jolene. Is it clean the bathroom? That is exactly oh, right. That is the worst. Bathroom and toilet cleaning. <laughs> yeah. Is the number yeah. one chore parents hate the most and the number one chore assigned to kids 13 plus. Huh. That's a big job, though. Yeah. I, I feel like the toilet... I feel like it's not that tough, the toilet. It's just gross. Yeah. Yeah, but it's like... Not tough, but it's just... Yeah, but not as close... Getting past the mental uh, wall of, oh, my God, people poop here. Right. That's true. Yeah. Uh, How's your morning going, Jolene? much i had to do it at a much younger age so i started at like 10 cleaning the bathroom so that's how i know that answer. okay now uh, that's interesting you started at 10 who was the instigator mom dad or both on that one it was actually my sisters oh, yeah. oh nice they passed it on, passed that tour on. Yeah. Yeah. and, you're, and yeah. you didn't at that point question like you don't have this kind of authority to pass this on right i'm going above your head on right. this one right <laughs> That's what would happen in my house. Totally. It's a pretty straightforward chores. And in many houses, the straightforward chores get done. And then the weird, secondary, bizarre, odd chores kick in. That's how it was at my house. 312-233-1019. They didn't make you fold laundry. They didn't make you clean the bathroom. They didn't make you vacuum the floor. What did your parents make you do? Mm. I'll give you an example. In my house, there were two different uh, parties. My dad and my mom. My dad, huge pickup sticks guy. <laughs> Go out and pick up okay. sticks? Hated sticks. Okay. Yeah. Not the band, the actual That's sticks. Funny. He would drive home. I can vividly remember. I'd be like nine. He'd pull in the driveway, come in the house, and be like, a lot of sticks in the yard. And it would be my job to go and collect all sticks of any size. And then there would be a yard review for sticks. Okay. Okay. My mom uh, put me in charge of mousetrap emptying. Oh, that's a bad job. My mom terrified of mouse, of mice. Yeah. And we grew up, you know, kind of in the country out there in Albert. You'd yeah. see your fair share of mice in the winter. Right. So you'd set the traps in a garage. You'd get them every night. Oh, gross. And it was my job as like a 12-year-old to go empty the mouse traps. I don't, I don't think that's safe. Pick up sticks, mouse trap emptying, and what? <laughs> what'd, your, uh, what'd your parents make you do? Your strange chore, not your traditional chore, to pick up sticks and empty mouse traps. <laughs> uh, I can't believe I you did that. I don't even yeah. know you had to do this, Sydney. I had to dig holes. Dig holes. <laughs> Do we want to know? Your, your parents are going, up. there's not enough holes being right. dug out in the yard. I, I swear my dad would find reasons to like have us dig holes. He'd go to the store and come home with like a truck full of plants and trees and say, dig holes. And we were like, no. No, it's not dig holes Saturday. <laughs> no. oh, man. Joe Pesci. Sure, I'll dig the hole. Yeah, first yeah. effing hole I dug? Yeah. I'll dig the hole. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Julia, your strange chore was what? My mom used to make me iron her bed sheets. Iron the bed sheets. Nothing better than a crisp ironed bed sheet. Right. I did a good job. I bet you did. That is kind of nice. Like, if you go to a hotel and you can tell they've ironed the bed sheets, they're all crisp. It's nice when someone else does it. Yeah, not for me. (laughs) It was a band at Lollapalooza. I believe he opened for Post Malone. Kim, your chore was what? Uh, To rake. Rake the rugs. Rake the rugs. Ooh, did you get a lot of stuff out of it? Rake the rugs. No, no. got to get them going in the right direction. The shag carpet. Oh, shag. Right. Uh, God right. forbid there were footprints on the 
that carpet. Uh, uh, right. You want it all looking in one, like, you know, the lawn. My yeah. dad made me mow the lawn a certain mm-hmm. way to get the lines. Okay, You're supposed to sense. walk on the rug. I told you we had a riding mower, but I wasn't allowed the riding mower in the front lawn. I had to do the push mower in the front lawn because the lines looked better. Yeah, built After character. I picked up all the sticks. Yeah. <laughs> Why? He didn't want you to hurt. You were in charge of what chore, Kira? So my mom would make us, um, we had, she had this big basket of mismatched socks, and she would call me, be watching a movie, and she'd be like, all right, time to match socks. And it was, a, you never found a match. It was oh, although, you know what, I... I love matching socks. I love laundry, anything laundry related. There is nothing more satisfying than a big pile of socks and you can pull out like four legitimate pair. I actually do this too. I we have an IKEA bag. Brilliant move. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love that chore. You guys are crazy. Hi, Rachel. The strange <laughs> chore was what? Um, my parents had put some stuff in our yard and caused the grass underneath it to die. And so my mom had me go out and paint our dead spots in our grass green. Paint the lawn the like, like they do at Soldier yeah. Field a lot <laughs> for the Bears games. The paint that I used, it wasn't green. It turned out to be, like, blue. So right. Had blue years. lawn. <laughs> yeah. Better. Like at Charles Leno's uh, college, they have the blue field That's there. Right. Out. Boise State. Boise yeah. State. Yeah. Like that. And finally, unexpected chores, Jessica. My daughter cleans our gutters just so she can get on the roof. Oh, loves cleaning the gutters. When you're a kid, it's fun to get on the roof. An excuse. Love it. Cleaning gutters, yeah. My dad, another one, here's my dad. Uh, A big snowstorm, all the snow on the roof. He made me climb on one of those pitched roofs three stories up and shovel the roof. Uh, Well, he's watching you. He's making sure. I'm nine. Yeah. I'm like nine. Toughening you up. I think he thought, all right, if he falls, he's nine. He'll probably be fine. If I fall, I'm going to break my neck. Bounce right off when you're nine. Not it all through. You know, kids and chores. Hey, it's Eric. And you know, in the podcast, we only share the best parts, which, of course, imagine what we're leaving out. More coming up here. Top three things trending on Twitter. An update on a Monday morning. We took a look at it at 7 a.m. Here's your update at 9.30. Violetta, number three. The Kanye West and Adidas sneaker collab is celebrating the second annual Yeezy Day, which is today with classic designs released today. So they're released today? They're not available? No, they're going to, like, throughout the day, I think that they're releasing different things. Just, you know, the hype is is hot right now. Captain Hollywood get an advanced pair? He's he's probably not coming into the office because he has to deal with the Yeezys. you got to wait in line for the Yeezys. Yeah. All right, trending on Twitter, number two. (laughs) Tom Hardy and Woody Harrelson face off in the new trailer for Venom, Let There Be Carnage. The movie's going to be in theaters on September 24th. Tom Mm. Hardy and... Woody Harrelson. You Both know? playing uh, evil people. Yeah, they're like Venom people. Yeah, Venom people. Well, mm-hmm. Tom Hardy's a, it's a, he's a good bad guy. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. Well, true. I can't tell by the trailer. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to wait on that. And trending on Twitter, number one. Hashtag first day of school trending. What? People are freaking out asking who the heck is going back to school on August 2nd. Look what Whip said. His wife's back when? Next week? Uh, She's back next week, Monday, as a teacher. Then their students go back on Wednesday next week, so the 11th. So I checked some of the schools that are posting this currently on Twitter to see, like, where are they? Uh, Most of them are in Arizona and Texas. So people around here are saying, like, good luck. I'm going back to bed. See you next week. That seems way too early. Right? Like, summer's over. Come on. Uh, That it? Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9 The Mix Chicago.